Welcome everybody to the Mayo Media Network. My name is Nick Giffen of Fantasy Labs. You can also find me on Twitter at Rotodoc. And today we're going to talk about the Bristol Dirt Race. That's right, NASCAR on Sunday is racing at Bristol Motor Speedway. However, instead of the concrete layout like they normally have uh, and that they've been racing on for years, NASCAR has decided to put dirt on the track. That's right. So this will be the first dirt race in the Cup Series in decades. It's going to make it quite interesting. It also makes it really, really hard to figure out what the heck we're going to do uh, from a fantasy and a betting perspective. And that's because we don't have any historical data for a dirt race. So uh, we're just going to kind of have to build, uh, at least for me, I built a model based off of um, steep tracks and, and past Bristol races and, and other short tracks as well. But it's a very generic model. I don't expect it to be the most accurate model, but it does give us a few good insights still that I think we can use for this weekend's race. So I'm going to talk about what those good insights are. We're going to give a cash game pick. We're going to give a tournament play. I'm going to give you a driver to fade as well. So let's dive right into it. My cash game pick for this weekend's race is Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott uh, is actually priced down this weekend on DraftKings, uh, and that's probably because of the dirt setting that we have here. But Chase Elliott is priced at $8,700 on DraftKings. He starts in the 26th position. So plenty of place differential potential for Chase Elliott. My model actually gives him one of the highest overall projected points per dollar on the whole slate. Uh, the fact that he starts back in 26 makes him a relatively safe play. If he has a good race, uh, you know, if he has a clean race, he's almost surely going to move forward. And, and a part of the reason for that is we look at practice speeds. Yes, we did have practice for the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, Chase Elliott was fourth in 10-lap average in both practice one and in practice two. So he was right near the top of the speed charts. We go to... Uh, you know, 15 lap average. Uh, he's still up there in the top 10, uh, and especially a five lap lap average. He was up there in the top five in practice one. We go over to practice two. Chase Elliott once again, uh, like I said, fourth in 10 lap average. We go to 15 lap average. He was actually third quickest overall. So right up near the top of the speed charts. Well, defending national uh, Cup Series champion, I should say NASCAR Cup Series champion. And uh, starting back in the 26th position, that makes him a really safe play and one of the highest projected points per dollar drivers on the whole slate per my model. Let's move over to a tournament play. And this is a driver we probably haven't talked much about this year. Anthony Alfredo is my tournament play. Uh, the reason I actually have Anthony Alfredo as my tournament play is it, it's a couplefold. First, he has priced $4,800 on DraftKings. I mean, that's basically the bottom of the whole pricing chart. $4,500 is as low as it gets. Alfredo is the fourth cheapest driver at $4,800. But they're pricing him down there with drivers like, you know, that are in really backmarker equipment. And Anthony Alfredo is teammates to Michael McDowell, the Daytona 500 winner. So they're not in terrible equipment here. Uh, and additionally, he starts in the 29th position. He starts even further back than Chase Elliott. So there, so there should be room to move forward if he has a clean race. Once again, looking at practice times. Now, we don't want to put too much emphasis on practice times. But Anthony Alfredo did appear uh, in the top 20 in 10-lap average. So 
you know, Anthony Alfredo looking really good so far this week. He was 16th in 10 lap average in final practice. Uh, if we go to practice one, it's the same kind of thing. Anthony Alfredo looked really good. Uh, if we go over to the 10 lap average, once again, inside the top 20 in 16th place in 10 lap average. So both practice one and practice two inside that top 16, uh, 16th place exactly. So, uh, you know, you're getting a driver who's basically priced at the very bottom uh, of the whole DraftKings pricing tier. He's starting in the back and he's actually practicing like a mid-pack, maybe even a little bit in front of mid-pack car. That means there is tons of opportunity here for him to accumulate points relative to his salary. Uh, one of the metrics I like to look at is my projected uh, percentage of being in the optimal lineup and it versus the percentage of ownership. And Anthony Alfredo actually, per my model, has a higher, much higher percent chance, almost double percent chance of being in the winning lineup than his projected ownership percentages. So I think Anthony Alfredo is going to make for a great tournament play. I don't think he's going to be too chalky this weekend. And I think if you go overweight on Anthony Alfredo, it'll probably pay off as long as he doesn't encounter any troubles. But of course, hey, it's the Bristol Dirt Race. We have no idea what the heck is going to happen. Let's move to our fade of the week. And that for me is going to be Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is priced at $9,700 on DraftKings. It's the highest he's ever been priced. Uh, he starts up in the ninth starting position, so he starts very far forward. So for him to make value here, he has to not only you know finish above ninth place, but he probably will need to accumulate a few dominator points as well. Um, and that's just going to be a tough job for somebody who struggled mightily in practice. If we look at practice one, we look at practice two, Austin Dillon struggled. And it doesn't matter what metric we look at. If we look at single lap, if we look at five lap average, which is five consecutive laps around the, the track, if we look at 10 lap average, Austin Dillon never appeared inside the top 25 in any of those metrics. So uh, that's a big, big concern because the speed just wasn't there. Um, and, you know, Austin Dillon was actually projected as one of the race favorites when lines opened, and he has since dropped to. 18 to 1 to win over on DraftKings, but uh, it's not looking good for him in terms of practice speed that, uh, you know, certainly I think practice speed may not be a complete indication of how he's going to race, but it is a little bit scary. It does make me think he's probably not a top 10 car, at least definitely not a top 5 car where you'd really want him to be if he's priced at $9,700, especially starting up in the ninth position. So I don't want to put too much emphasis on practice. I know we've talked a lot about it a lot, but I am using it to kind of guide myself in certain directions. Uh, I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but when you got a driver who's priced way up near the top, starting near the front, you're also going to need him to finish near the front. And the practice times, you know, don't indicate that he's going to be finishing up near the front. So Austin Dillon is my fade of the week. And just wanted to say uh, from a overall fantasy and betting perspective, I think we want to talk maybe a little bit of philosophy or strategy or theory here. Um, because we have absolutely no historical data on dirt races in the cup series, it makes it extremely, extremely tough to get an idea of what's going on. Yes, I can build a statistical model. It's just kind of a generic model. It'll give us a range of outcomes, but there's a lot of uncertainty here. Uh, we may not even get the racing on Sunday, but it's, it's been ra raining a lot. So my personal philosophy 
less volume this weekend. I'm not going to be cramming 150, you know, DFS lineups uh, into the main event. I'm not going to be betting a ton of things. Uh, I don't even have a bet for you right now. I'm going to kind of wait until just before race time and keep looking at things and bringing, you know, getting the news. Are they going to be racing Sunday? Are they going to be racing Monday? Uh, and, and, you know, kind of just hold off on that. So just from a theory and a, and a kind of, a, you know, just a common sense spot here, I think it's probably best we hold off on going too crazy on fantasy, you know, special DFS and also on betting. But uh, I definitely think there is room for playing some DFS, no doubt. Uh, and I do think there are some good plays. Like I said, I do think Chase Elliott and Anthony Alfredo make very good plays. I, there's definitely a couple other fades we can find. Uh, so, you know, it's just going to be one of those weeks where we kind of have to just see what happens and uh, come back next year, I guess, to the Bristol Dirt Race with a, a little bit larger sample size of one. So uh, that is going to do it for today's analysis. Uh, once again, I am Nick Giffen of Fantasy Labs. You can find me on Twitter at Rotodoc. Uh, and make sure to leave a comment down below what you think is going to happen in this race because we have no idea. Uh, first dirt race in decades, like I said, for the Cup Series. So uh, leave, leave a message down in the comments. Who's going to win? Who do you like in fantasy? Are you making any bets? Because I know right now I don't have any bets, but uh, want to hear what you all have to think. So we'll catch you next time on the Mayo Media Network, and have a great race, everybody.